Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Brittany Fry. And I'm Paris Tews. Uh, Brett, you want to say what you're grateful for first? Yes. I have been anxious to record this episode because I had a really good thing to say. Okay, good. I do too, actually. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I um, had the opportunity. Uh, a really sweet friend invited me to this. Um, she called it a Power of Women group. And it's just whoever it was open invitation whoever wants to come like any women to come talk about you have a specific topic that you kind of discuss that night anyway so there were like maybe 30 women and they actually this this felt uncomfortable about it they chose to talk about one of our episodes which i was so nervous about so I'm like, nice. i am not an expert at all but the great thing was it was the episode with brooke romney oh. and she is an expert. Okay, amazing. <laughs> so, I just want everybody in oh, the world to listen to that episode. Same. No, same. I literally could just sing her praises all day. I really thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I I just could say the highest praises of Brooke. So anyway, that's what it was on. And there were quite a few comments and discussion about things that people are struggling with or tips that people had. And there were two things that I have been thinking about. Well, there's been actually a few, but two top of list on my mind that I wanted to share. And I thought it was really interesting because these were insights that people had after listening to that episode. So we will link the episode in the show notes. But one of the things that somebody said was that there every day when you have children I mean, even without children, like this is just life, right? But especially with little kids, your day is not going to go as planned. Like there will be things that don't go well. Your kid will wake up at 10 and when you put them to bed at eight, you know, they'll come in your bedroom or they'll throw a tantrum at the grocery store or whatever it is. Like things are not going to go as planned. And so she said that in those, um, rather than trying to find joy in like all the little moments or trying to find joy um, in the plan, she was like, I try to find joy in the unplanned things. And I loved that. I can relate to that because those are moments that you can totally lose it, right? Yeah. Like you can be like, this wasn't the plan. And I loved, she gave an example of her child waking up. It was 11 PM and there was a really, really big thunderstorm and her has her and her husband were sitting outside and she's like, he came walking out of his bedroom. And she's like, I, my immediate reaction was like, dang it. Like I need to go put him back to bed. She's like, instead we let him sit with us and snuggle and watch the thunderstorm. And it was this really great moment. And she's like, and on top of all of that, like, what if that's one of his first memories? Like, what if, you know, oh, like, that, I know that thought alone makes you want right? to cry. That hits you. Anyway, I, so she's like, I just have been trying to make peace with the inconsistencies of our schedule and the things that don't go to plan. I loved that. And then the second thing that somebody said that I have been thinking about, and they related it to the book Atomic Habits, which both Paris and I have read and loved. But haven't done an episode on. No, so. we haven't. I was just giving Paris a look <laughs> as I said that. Like, how have we not done an episode on it? <laughs> um, anyway, but she, in one of the parts of the books, he talks about... Um, identifying like as the thing that as the habit that you're trying to gain. So he, I think it was that he had a friend that like wanted to be healthier. And so they told themselves, I am a healthy person. And all day long they asked, what would a healthy person do? I'm a healthy person. So what would a healthy person do? And she talked about that in relation to motherhood that, um, she was like, rather than saying like, I'm so impatient and I'm trying to be more patient. 
saying like, no, I am a patient mom. What would a patient mom do in this moment? Or I'm a fun mom. What would a fun mom do right now? And I loved that. Yeah. I think women in particular really, 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 really struggle with, um, seeing the positive in themselves and seeing themselves for what they're worth and moms, right? Like this perpetual idea of mom guilt through every phase of childhood is just, um, it's awful and it's not fair. And you are enough. You are a good mom and you are a fun mom and you are a patient mom and you can be whatever kind of mom you want to be. So rather than thinking, I'm trying to be this, start telling yourself you are that and see yourself as that. And then it's okay if you slip up because everyone does. Yeah. But I can still be a patient mom that's impatient sometimes. Exactly. Rather than an impatient mom that occasionally is patient, right? I think just allowing yourself to see the good in what you're doing um, is so empowering and so important. Okay. Well, I'm embarrassed that I said I was. Excited to share my moment. That was my moment of gratitude. That was way better. <laughs> okay, but how great! I love okay. you guys getting together with women and moms who have yes, something that's to special. Share. That's it really is. special. It and is. I'm just thinking over here how incredible it is to have women that support you in trying to be better and trying yes. to build each other up and just coming together and trying to be the best version of ourselves as humans and moms. And I really love that. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Um, okay. Mine feels so silly in comparison. No. I should have gone first. No. But, um, and our episode today is, all, is just a little bit of a wellness check and Britt will introduce it in a minute. But, um, I have felt, I just had a hard time since having Lola, who's eight months old now. And, um, honestly, she's sleeping fairly well. She's at least sleeping in her own bed right now, but miles comes into our bed every single night. And that's something that we're, we're working on, but, um, mostly because of that, I haven't had a morning routine, which has honestly been really hard on me. I fell absolutely in love with it. And then I just got to a point where I, it wasn't, or it wasn't realistic for me because miles was in my bed. And if I woke up, then miles would wake up and, then my day would start. And so I couldn't, I couldn't beat that. Anyways, that's something I'm working on. But, um, the other day Pierce, Pierce stayed in bed with Miles and I woke up early and, um, I just had some time. I did a little Pilates class in my house and then my kids still weren't awake. So I put on my coat, which I loved putting on my coat (laughs) and I made myself like my little green drink and I went on a walk and I read my scriptures before the day started and it felt amazing like being able to read something uplifting as I walked I actually kind of like to read while I walk which I know is a little bit weird but I was reading I was drinking my green drink and it was seriously like a 10 minute walk it was so little it was nothing so exciting but I felt like a different person throughout the day and it was just the best way to start my day and made me realize both that I I need that again and I need to make the sacrifices to get it back. Um, but also I, like you said, finding joy in the things that you're not expecting. And honestly, I love that sweet little Miles comes in and wants to snuggle in the middle of the night and he doesn't come in upset. He comes in, mom, I want to snuggle and I just can't <laughs> turn it down. I love it. And I've honestly, like it has been hard for me, 
but it's also brought me a lot of joy. And so I want to give myself grace that it hasn't been happening for me the past few months. Um, but also be able to feel grateful for that, that time that I got to snuggle with my boy, but also, wow, that was the best way to start my morning. And I'm really grateful for it. And I will definitely, um, it was a good reminder for me that I value that so much. I love that. I'm grateful that you had that. Just hearing you talk about it. I'm like, that a good morning. And yeah, it was like such best. a crisp morning. Yes. So I was like, it was crisp, but not, I wasn't freezing. I right. was just kind of cozy in my coat. Just enough to wake you up a little bit, get some alone time. Such a good morning. No, I love that. And I won't ever forget one time I was in the hallway at church and saying something to somebody about how my kids had not been sleeping well lately. And I don't know something about it. And this woman who was like early sixties and she had grandchildren turned to me in the middle of the conversation. She wasn't, I wasn't talking to her. She just like was over. She was listening into our conversation and turned over to me and said, um, she said, just let, just let them sleep in your bed. Like, oh, <laughs> she's like, trust me, just do it. Just let them sleep in your bed. And I, not that I took that for like, I wasn't doing a good job or I need to always let them sleep in my bed. You took it how she meant it. Yes. But just that I knew in the way that she said it, like it passes so fast and what I wouldn't give to have my children sleep in my bed now, you Aww. know? So it, I think of that every once in a while when you're going eight months with a newborn and you have such a shoddy morning routine. Yeah. Sometimes it is hard to give yourself grace, but remembering like, what is this? Eight months. This is in, a phase. Yes. Yeah. In the scheme of things, like, it is nothing. It is so fast and you can still be a morning person and have a year where I think it just doesn't too, work for you. Yeah. There's, there's a fine balance because I was telling Pierce earlier this week before I got my magical morning, <laughs> but um, sometimes my little boy that sleeps in our bed, he wakes up and he wakes up just not very happy. And I, I don't, I don't really know why or what triggers it, but he wakes up and he kind of throws a fit right when he wakes up. And starting my day like that is so hard on yeah. me mentally. Yeah. And so I feel like there's very much finding that balance of, okay, like I love this and it's so special to, oh my goodness, this is not working for me. Yes. And I I cannot, I can't function like that. Like it does, it's not good for me. It's not good for him because he starts the day with a mom who already is like, Ooh, I need space from you. Yeah. You know, so I feel like yeah. there's that, there's that fine balance. And honestly, that's very much what this episode is, is, you know, we're checking in with ourselves. And I think there are times where I think it's really, really special, but I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, it's been eight months. You're not waking up super happy. And that makes me wake up not happy. We yeah. need, we need a little break. And if you want to come into my bed and it's like, uh, it's not part of the plan. Awesome. We'll make the most out of that but now where it's at this point where it's consistent and it's not really working we need to adjust <laughs> yes yes no I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I've had those exact thoughts um this episode was inspired Emmy Colton who we had on an episode a few months ago on Instagram it is Emmy approved she recently talked about um she also I feel like we often talk about seasons and Emmy yeah. also is really into seasons and just the different energy that they bring and um, really utilizing that 
um, motivation from Mother Earth to lean into whatever that season is bringing you at that time. So she talked about fall recently and how it was an opportunity to ground herself and to do a little bit of a wellness check-in and see where things are at and what routines she's implementing and get back to healthy eating and just kind of like back to the basics. And along with that, she provided a little wellness checklist. And so I have been loving it. I've been thinking about it. I feel that way in the fall and, um, you know, summer is fun and chaotic and I love fall. I love that it brings routine back. I love that it provides an opportunity to, um, check in with yourself. And along with that, I was kind of looking into like the meaning of different seasons and whatnot. And I thought it was interesting, um, the things that were associated with fall is that naturally because the weather starts to cool down or moving indoors more and our focus shifts from outward summer is like very, very focused on being out of our house, on connecting with other people. It's a very outward focused season. Fall is very inward focused. We start to come into our house more. We start to check in with ourselves and take a little bit of an inventory and make sure that, um, the habits that we have that are affecting ourselves and our environment are in line with our goals, our health. And it's also thinking about animals and nature. It is a time that people um, stock up and prepare for the winter months ahead, whether from a health standpoint, we want to boost our immune systems in the fall so that we can be healthier through the winter. Or, um, you know, you think about animals stockpiling their food. And anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. It's a time to really take inventory and see where you're lacking and provide that because winter can be a difficult time. It's a time that you aren't going out, um, you know, drastically different than summer. You really aren't going out of your house often and, um, you want to have the mental and emotional and physical, um, ability to be able to make it through those months yeah so I loved that I love the way I love that way of thinking it's also making me think that we set goals and I feel like we do a ton of self-reflection in January when the new year comes but fall I feel like brings a different set of new beginnings it's the start of a new school year and it is just a really good time to check in like thinking the last time I really sat down and made tangible goals was in January and I was eight months pregnant and now I have two kids and one's an eight month old, you know, my, the way that I see the world is different. My life is so different than it was eight months ago and, or no, 10 months ago. I was eight months pregnant. Now I have an eight month old. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is not August. (laughs) Not adding up. Um, But I just think it's, it's been a long time if you use that cue of the first of the year. Yes. It's yes. been a long time and it's really appropriate. I feel like to just check back in. Honestly, seasonally, I try to do it every every season. Yeah. But anyways, feels like time. No, I totally agree. One of the things that I had been thinking about moving into this, Paris, and I wanted to share some of the things that the wellness practices that we are enjoying and some that we're working towards. Um, but this had me thinking that pregnancy and postpartum hormones just, you know, I mean, everyone can relate. They can be difficult, right? Like they really throw you for a loop. And, um, I hit a point in this pregnancy, probably like halfway where I started to really panic because I felt all of those emotions setting back in and, um, really struggled, really struggled with Wells, 
um, postpartum and a little bit through the pregnancy. And, um, I was so the second I felt that mental decline, um, set in this pregnancy, I just had a full panic attack that am I about to numb out for 18 months? Like, is, am I going right back to that place? And it was totally freaking me out. So I feel like I've been implementing so many things, talking to so many people, getting all the tips and, um, and, and genuinely, genuinely, I'm not just saying this, like, I do feel like, um, I feel like the things that I've been working on have made a world of difference. But one of the things that I did was I made myself a little list with my markers (laughs) that said Brittany's recipe for success. And I put some things that I'm striving to do every day um, to ensure, I don't even know if I want to say happiness because they maybe were more things that like really fill my cup. And that sometimes might not feel supernatural, but, um, I knew that like that, that effort is always, it always comes back like tenfold. Right. Well, I think too, like maybe you will struggle postpartum still, but if you're doing these things, you will be better equipped to handle those struggles. Like not that it will make you immune to anything, but it'll, it'll help. Totally. I agree. It can kind of bolster you. Yes. I a hundred percent agree. So anyway, a lot of these things are things that I made myself a list of, and I just would encourage you, if you are feeling that way, like take a second, not just, you know, while you're driving or whatever, like really sit down with yourself and allow yourself a few minutes in silence, in quiet, maybe during your morning routine to really think through like what truly, truly brings you that peace of mind, what fills your cup, um, what helps you, you know, going back to Brooke's episode, what helps you feel like a good mom and write some of those things down. I also would encourage that these things are not crazy, that they're really simple, doable things. One of mine, for example, on my list is, um, to either have a conversation or, um, text a friend or family member, a loved one, something meaningful. And that is, that is such an easy thing, right? Like it's so easy. Sometimes, honestly, that is with my children, but sometimes it is a text to a friend, text to my mom, you know, whatever. Um, it's really, really helpful. So anyway, I just would encourage that these things are, are small, but mighty. (laughs) Also, um, Okay, I want to talk about my very first one that I wrote down. Johnny and I have been really big on this lately. Okay, Andrew Huberman, I feel like he's just blowing up right now. Okay, so yes. I, I don't know if I've told you this, but Pierce met him. Oh my gosh! A couple months ago, he was working in New York and he got of to like really talk to him. Pierce meets the coolest people. Pierce does meet cool people. But, anyways, ever since Pierce has like loved Andrew Huberman I love and that. been like so excited about all the things he was learning. So, when I saw you wrote that down, I'm like, oh. We love Andrew. I love he, he met that. he met him once, but but we've really tried to implement a lot of what he says. Yes. Okay. And so this one specifically that cracks me up because Johnny also loves him. So he Johnny will like listen to his podcast and then he'll be like, okay, listen to this episode. Okay, We're like that's okay, so funny because this, this same thing, thing is happening in our <laughs> household, but I don't think we've talked about it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so this was one of them that we've been talking about. And I do think we talked about it on the Mix Hers episode. Yeah. I want to say that Cody talked about this. And if it wasn't in our episode, which I think it was, I've heard her talk about it a bunch. But anyway, this was what... So 
he talks all about sleep is is the main thing and um balancing hormones and cortisol and whatnot just like getting on a, a better um cycle i guess would be the right way to say that i don't know anyway uh, it was so interesting. So he's been talking, he talks a lot about light and the light that you're getting in the morning and the light you're getting in the evening and screens versus sun and etc. Anyway, recently he had a post and he said, just as important as regular sleep and physical activity is getting morning light in your eyes. And I knew that that was important. I knew that it was helpful to balance hormones. But to hear it put on the same level as sleep and physical exercise, like who would have ever put that on the same level? So this was in regards to balancing your hormones. Anyway, so that has been one of my number one things, Johnny and I both, for our um, wellness fall is every morning when I wake up and do my morning routine, it's usually still dark, but I will wake up my house and that involves opening all of my blinds. And then as the sun comes up in the morning, I'm like sitting in a chair where I'm looking directly out the window. So I get that sunlight and Johnny usually will open the back porch and sit outside for a few minutes. And, um, that has been, I mean, we used to do walks, but I've had some pelvic issues lately. (laughs) So walking has been spotty. But this is what we've been doing, and I just would highly encourage you to implement it. It sends the signals to your body and to your brain that it's time to wake up and to give you the energy for the day. Also, being I like I do if I can um, go walking or something. I like being outside and connecting. I feel like with the earth first thing, it's really grounding. So in all the ways, I would highly, highly recommend getting your morning light in for a few minutes every morning. I, I think it's funny that we didn't talk about this, but that's something that Pierce and I have been I talking about a lot as well. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like a lot of times because he talks about within the first hour of you waking up, like you need to get outside right away. And honestly, getting the kids awake and in the stroller and on a walk within an hour doesn't really feel realistic to me. It feels a little overwhelming. So one thing that I've been doing, like I said, I went on my morning walk the other day and it was so quick, but I just, oh, it felt so good. But um, the mornings where I start my mornings with my kids I literally have been just going on a walk and I, it's been warm. So I've been going barefoot. My kids are barefoot. We just do a tiny little loop and Miles loves it. I like, I just hold Lola. Like I literally am in my pajamas, (laughs) no shoes. (laughs) Now that I'm saying this, I'm like, I look like a crazy person, but but just doing like a tiny little lap around my neighborhood. Getting some fresh air. Yes. Yeah. And it makes, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel better. And I, he, Andrew Kuberman is very scientific very he focuses a lot on the data but for me even if it's a placebo like it feels good totally to go outside first thing in the morning and get that sunshine yes I totally agree okay one thing that we've been really focusing on is exercise um and I I have been trying to go to the gym and I don't do anything crazy there but I try and go and I try and move my body and the days where I can't I will do just something simple at my house, even if it's like a little stretch, just to feel connected for my body. I find a lot of value in feeling grateful for my body. And I feel like just taking the time, my workout that I did the other morning, um, was seriously, it was like 
so mellow, mostly just stretching, but it felt, it felt good. And I think when we show that care for our body, it's so good for us mentally and it makes us want to eat, eat better and just care for the gift of our bodies that we have been given. Yes, I agree. And I love in thinking about movement, physical activity, I love thinking about the word wellness or the phrase of wellness practice because I feel like um, culturally, probably a lot of people aren't there, but honestly, I feel like culturally we have moved from a place like growing up where working out was like, I, okay, I still to this day won't ever forget in middle school. What? Middle school. Somebody said to me, like, did you know you have to, um, I don't remember the exact number, but it was like, did you know that you have to run around a football field one time, like three times or one time or three times to burn the calories from an M&M? Anyway, they shared this little thing. That's and wild. Is that true? I have no idea. Who cares? <laughs> but I remember them saying. I remember them saying it was an M M&M, and M, and then I remember it was something crazy about a number of times running down a football field. And I just feel like that was kind of where our culture was at the yeah. time, right? Like a middle schooler would have no reason to say that other yeah. than they were hearing it in their own home. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and so I feel like that's where we were culturally, and I grew up with a lot of those thoughts that like, oh, you work out to work off the food that you're eating, or, you know, it's, and I genuinely love working out. It's a really big part of my family culture, but um, I have had to shift that mindset from like it being to look a certain way, to weigh a certain thing, to, you know, whatever, to it being something that's really good for me, right? Yeah. Like it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. It keeps my body healthy. It reduces inflammation, like all of these really amazing things. And I think culturally that that is exactly what has been going on yeah. in the last like 10, 15 years. Anyway, so I love how you talked about just like stretching or, you know, whatever it is, whatever feels most appropriate, most appropriate at that time. Um, I think just again, turning inward, like your body knows you can feel what is going to fill your cup and what's going to be good for your body. And instead of telling yourself like, Oh, I don't want to work out. Or like, I'm, you know, my (laughs) pelvis hurts so bad. I can't walk. So I'm not working out. Asking yourself like, what kind of movement does my body need this morning? And, um, what would be, you know, what's most beneficial? Like, what does my wellness practice look like? And I have loved that. It brings so much more meaning, so much more satisfaction to my workouts. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You're making me think of how Cody talked about exercising and how that looks different during the phases of your cycle. I love talking to her about that. I would love to do a full episode on the benefits of that. So we're going to make a little quick note of that. Um, okay, one thing that I have been loving, speaking of Cody, I've been drinking um, Mixer's Greens every morning on an empty stomach before I very much believe in breakfast. I don't do this in place of my breakfast, right? but before I eat my breakfast, I'll drink um, my greens and I've been loving it. I feel like it feels good. I feel like it. I can feel it give me energy and 
that's been just a nice little self-care routine for me. Yes. Okay. I agree. Morning drinks. I am into morning drinks. Me like, too. A health drink for whatever reason. Ooh, it just feels so good. For me though, like the water in the packet is like about my maximum effort that I feel like <laughs> I have in the morning. So that's been True. so perfect. True. No, I agree. Okay. This is literally not an ad and I'm laughing because sponsor us, please. <laughs> literally what podcast have you listened? do that doesn't have athletic greens as their sponsor oh my gosh yeah pierce actually does athletic greens and i do mixers yes i love athletic greens do you i love it so much i'm honestly like so obsessed with it and genuinely feel like i can feel a difference when i'm taking it but um i think just like that habit too of um waking up and and obviously doing it on an empty stomach is better because your body's absorbing more but I also feel like the first thing that you eat or drink in the morning being an intentional choice to be healthy and to take care of yourself is really beneficial on a mental it level sets as well. a tone yep it does okay also this is a little bit of a tangent but I listened to a podcast with what's blonde files Yes. Um, she did one with the glucose goddess. It yes, was I listened to it too. so interesting. Yeah, Anyways, it, it made me want to be better about drinking greens and doing it before my meals. Anyways, we'll have to link that because it was so fascinating just to realize like when you are spiking your blood sugar, all of the effects that that has. And I really, really loved listening to her talk because she wasn't saying don't eat this and no, don't she eat was that. Unrealistic. She was saying, okay, like if you want to eat, like if you want to eat a slice of cake, maybe eat something with protein right before so that your because it affects your blood sugar and your body metabolizes it differently. Yes. Yes. I loved that episode as well. And that's funny because I have totally been thinking about it throughout my day whenever I'm eating, like the things that she brought up have been yeah. coming to mind. So I highly would recommend that episode. Another wellness practice that I have been implementing, um, I've been doing it for a couple of years, but I feel like I've been a little bit more consistent lately and I thoroughly enjoy it is dry brushing. And I do it before I shower. And first of all, it just helps with exfoliation, which I naturally am more dry. So it's like helpful in that way. But also it increases your circulation and it also is supposed to help with your um, lymph drainage. Is that the right way? That sounds kind of gross. I'm like, did I just say that right? But anyway, it's helpful. It's supposed to reduce inflammation. And anyway, is it lymph or lymphatic? Um, the lymphatic system. Okay. <laughs> Lymph drainage. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Take it, take it for, I said that with no confidence, but <laughs> I'm like, okay, need to do some deep diving into the lymphatic system. There you go. But anyway, I thoroughly enjoy doing my dry brushing before I shower. It honestly feels so good. And again, it's one of those like little luxuries that yeah. as I do it, I'm just like, Ooh, yes. I love myself. Me. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. So that's, that's one of mine. Okay. I love that. Um, we have been really into eating at home. Also probably thanks to Andrew Huberman, <laughs> but, um, we have just been eating out so much less and it feels really good. It feels really good. And I feel like Pierce and I have been more doing it together we both tried to prioritize how we're eating honestly Pierce especially and so being able to talk together about the meals we want to make and we've been eating honestly a lot more simple foods but we've been preparing them together and 
eating out way less and I'm really feeling happy about that. Yes. I heard somebody once say, if you want to take control of your health, one of the very best things that you can do for yourself is start cooking. Yeah. And I was cooking at the time, but that like really hit me like, oh, this is not just something I have to do. This is actually good for like, this is really beneficial. And I, along with that eating at home more, um, which I do like, again, I like that about the fall. I think summer you're out and about a lot more. And so you end up grabbing things while you're out. And I like being home more and cooking more. But um, one of the things that's been most helpful for me in doing that is doing my meal planning. And I don't know if I've already talked about this. I hope I haven't. But um, I feel like it's helpful not only to get me like, all organized and I'll um, make my grocery list and I'll order my groceries and pick them up. So it's just like really organized and whatnot. But then also the other thing about meal planning that's been so helpful that I honestly didn't foresee while I am sitting down planning out the meals that we will have that week, I am balancing all the things we're eating. So I'll be thinking like what seasonal have we eaten a lot of seasonal produce this week? Um, if we had like maybe a more carb heavy dinner planned, then I'm thinking like, okay, what's a more protein heavy lunch that we can have? Or if we are getting just a few vegetables in at dinner, like maybe we'll have, um, a hash for breakfast with a lot of sweet potatoes, or maybe I'll make a green smoothie. So just sitting down to plan it out has been so helpful and that I feel like I'm way more, um, thoughtful about the way we're eating and the routine that we're eating in. And that has been such a game changer for eating at home. Okay, I like that. You haven't talked about that because you're like inspiring me and I haven't heard that from you before. We're going to do an episode on yeah. eating seasonally and we can kind of talk more about that. But. Coming up. Um. Okay, one thing that I have been working on is just trying to find hobbies and things that make me excited. Not that I have to feel so amazing at these hobbies, but I played pickleball with girlfriends a couple weeks ago and I just felt like it energized me so much to do something that just felt like play that was just for fun. It wasn't competitive. It was just like, I felt like I was playing with friends and I swam the month before with some of my other girlfriends and it just felt so fun to have that play. And so that's been something I've wanted to implement. Actually, Andrew Huberman talks about that as well, but the importance of play. And I feel like that can be hobbies, but I think the combination of doing it with your body and having it just be fun just for you, I think is so awesome. And I feel like really contributes to my wellness. Anyways, I feel like I am kind of merging a couple of different thoughts, but Um, I've been trying to do something that feels fun and exciting to me, like playing pickleball or swimming or whatever it is. Um, but I was kind of thinking as we were preparing for this episode, like I want to do something that excites me every single day. And there are moments throughout my day with my kids that I'm like, Oh, I love this. This is so special, but I don't necessarily wake up and feel like, Oh, I'm so excited about this. And I think sometimes that can be like today we're taking our kids to the pumpkin patch with some friends or I'm going on this date with Pierce or my kids and I are going to make this chocolate pumpkin loaf that I'm so excited about. Whatever it is, just having something that like, oh, I'm excited about this today. Yes, I love that. And I feel like, I mean, I talked about this a little bit, but I feel like that's something that um, I don't know why that this pregnancy has like really reminded me of and brought to me and I've been appreciative of it. I've been in a tennis class and I have been loving it, loving it. And I had the thought this, um, last weekend while I was at my class, like 
I was maybe an hour in and every once in a while, every once in a while I have to sit down because I just cannot sprint. So because you're seven months pregnant. Yes. Anyways, so um, I was just kind of sitting there and like honestly just feeling so happy. And I just thought like, oh my gosh, endorphins are just coursing through my veins right now. Like I am happy. I feel good. I just like was having all these really positive thoughts and like breakthroughs that I'd been needing. And then actually Johnny brought the boys to come watch at the very end. And that was another thing that I thought it was actually so sweet. First of all, they like sat up. um, There's like the spot where you look over their indoor courts. So the spot where you look over is like up high and they sat up there and I'm doing this class with my sister and a couple friends and they, so they knew who was down there and they're like cheering them on. That's so cute. I actually was like one of the happiest, like they seemed happier than normal. Like they were so, they're proud of you. Absolutely thrilled to be there and so proud of me. And when we like got together at the end of class, like they came running down, just so excited to see me and tell me that I'd done a good job. And it was so special. And I thought like, not only is this so positive and so good for me, but this is honestly like such a healthy thing for me to be doing for my yeah. family, right? Yeah. For my boys to see me doing something that's important to me and moving my body or doing something that I'm passionate about is really important. I, I think love that's that. a, a really necessary wellness practice. Okay. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I was thinking <laughs> this today. I am so excited to be able to play tennis with my kids. Oh my How gosh. fun will that be? No. I know that's kind of I know it's kind of far off, but won't that be so fun? Yes. I feel like being able to show your children things that you genuinely enjoy as an adult and allow them to do it with you is like yeah. such a rewarding thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So rewarding. Agreed. Okay. Wait, I feel like I keep sharing. You, you go. Okay. I have another one that I'm laughing at. This is so indulgent and I'm obsessed with it. I saw you write this and I was like, wow, good for you. (laughs) It's so not like me. I don't know. Anyway, I have been doing one self-care activity every month. So it started at the, again, this pregnancy, I am getting all the girl vibes. Like it, she is just really what I need. I don't know what it is. The boys, I'm like, I'll suffer through. The girl, I'm like, heck no. We're getting our nails done. <laughs> and she's your third baby in four years. You deserve it. True, true. It might, it might be that. It might be the verge of a mental breakdown that's actually pushing <laughs> me in that direction. But you're listening to yourself and your baby. Exactly. And she wants a massage. Exactly. <laughs> so I have been once a month either getting a massage, getting my nails done, reflexology, something something like that, that, um, feels indulgent, that is, uh, self-care in just the truest sense of the word, like (laughs) no having to like, um, bend the meaning here. No, like literally just so enjoyable. And I have prioritized that. And I, um, honestly, as I do it, I think, okay, this is important to me. And this isn't, this isn't just fluff. This isn't, yes, it's indulgent, but every time I leave and come back, I'm like, that was important for me to take care of myself and know that I'm taking care of myself and giving myself a little break. And I come back and my kids are so happy to see me. And I just feel like that much more prepared and ready to kind of take on motherhood for all it is so anyway I've been loving that little wellness practice I really really love that for you (laughs) (laughs) okay I have been trying I listen to books a lot um 
that's kind of my guilty ple- guilty pleasure. I mean, not really guilty, but if I have a, but that might be the exciting thing you do every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, I, I don't really watch TV very much, but I love to like put an audiobook and get some jobs done. Yes. But I have also been stopping and slowing down and actually reading. And I've loved like that too. Like a physical too. book? Yeah. That's okay. been fun. Wow. We're on the same page right now. Have you been reading too? Yes. <laughs> I just ordered like a month ago a book off Amazon, which I was like, when was the last okay. time? All I've been my doing them on my Kindle. On Oh, that's smart. But a, a but physical yes, book, a physical, physical book's book. even better. What in the world? I'm like, I haven't bought a physical book in forever, but it it feels special. It's fun. Yes. It's fun. It like it reminds me. Oh my goodness, I love to read. I yes. think like a lot of times I do audiobooks just as a way to get more jobs done. Yes, totally. But when I'm reading, it's just for me because yes. I like it and it's fun. Yeah. And I have to say too, I've been trying. This was more on we we both wrote down. Okay, what we're doing well, what we want to work on. And one thing I want to be better about is my um, nighttime routine. And there are a lot of times where Pierce Pierce plays early morning soccer, like very, very early. Um, and so he goes to bed really early. And I usually like to go to bed with him. Um, so we're together. But but I'm not really ready for bed yet. So sometimes I'll just like be on my phone, Yeah. Um, which I don't love. So I've been trying to read my book because – kindles they don't have the blue light yeah and so it feels very different anyway all that to say one thing I'm working on is my bedtime routine and I am good about getting my eight hours that's important to me I make sure I get it but I feel like the act of okay washing my face putting on putting on my (laughs) my skincare and then reading a book and like saying my prayers all of those things that I want to make sure I do every night just trying to have more of a system in place and actually reading my Kindle has been a fun part of that. Yes, I love that. Sleep routine honestly just feels – I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, but it just feels like you're taking care of yourself. feels luxurious. I Doesn't love it? it. It really does. To, like, wash my face. Yes. I mean, like, I wash my face every night, but when you make it part of your bedtime routine, it yes. feels good. Yes, don't, 100%. 100%. 100%. So, okay, along with that, I feel like that is one thing that I have been enjoying is my morning routine lately. But along with that, um, if you have not – this is another episode that we have in our pipeline, but um, meditation. If you aren't implementing meditation or deep breathing, some kind of breath work throughout your day – or as part of your morning routine, uh, that's probably one of my highest, highest recommendations. I feel like that has been such a game changer for me. Um, and we'll have an episode about some of our favorite meditations that we'll share, but anyway, highly recommend that. But also I had night routine as something that I could work on. I feel like sometimes I get my boys to bed and just, I'm done. I'm it's late and I'm tired. And so then I don't know. Johnny and I will watch a show together and I'll start to feel like, oh, well, I deserve, you know, I deserve to stay up a little later. Yeah. And then, I do that too. You know, and, that's, and that's the same mentality. Yes. I need a break. Yes, totally. Like I'm going to take this time. And then it's 1130 and you're like, oh crap, I got to get up at 630 and you know, this isn't yeah. going to be enough time. And then you're rushing to bed and you're like washing your face so fast. Anyway, so that is something that I want to be a little bit more intentional about. I feel like I'm pretty inconsistent. Some days I'm great, some days I'm not. So I want to be better about just being intentional with my nighttime routine, taking the time, being aware of what time it is, um, and thinking through, um, 
like thinking through one of the big things for me is thinking through my day and setting intentions for the next day. Um, I, along with that journaling. Yeah. Sorry, this is like one big flow no, of things. Great. But the setting intentions, um, that is a wellness practice or journaling, physically like writing things down. I really enjoy much more than electronic versions. Um, I really would like to be better at that. And I truly believe that that is a wellness practice. Yeah. I want to be better at that too. Um, okay. One thing that I want to be better about is screen-free times. I feel like right now, I, I feel like I have a lot going on. I, I counted the other day and it wasn't even, it was a very normal day. And I had 30 different text threads that I was being texted in, in one day, one day. And that wasn't like I got texted 30 times. That was like, I had 30 different threads no which is if you're listening to this this no, is why i'm I such can't. a bad texter yes. so i'm so sorry no, that's but literally it's a my lot. worst nightmare it is a lot and that was honestly a very normal day it sometimes can be more than that i just like i have a church calling and i have the podcast and friends and i work and i family just family members fa- and so much yep, going on yep and I, I love that but sometimes i can catch myself just ca- catching up with my phone all day like trying to stay on top of it which I'm I'm not good at and honestly I don't if I'm not a very good texter that's very low priority to me that's I'm not like trying to be a good texter I'm trying to be present with my family but sometimes I can just like be on my phone and even if I'm not responding or I'm just like getting sidetracked anyways I want to be better about having like screen free times I really want to put my kids to bed and I always have like I said I work I have projects I work on I organize our life you know that yeah. that's a lot to coordinate yeah so I want to give myself 30 minutes or whatever to sort what I need to sort and then be screen free because otherwise I can just lose t- precious precious uh, time 100% I think that's so relatable I really really do and hearing you say that I'm like I need that we've done I a couple episodes on that and I'm like I kind of ready for an, a little refresh, refresh. yeah totally. anyways nope I, agree. I love that okay well anything else you want to share not really, but this is making me just excited about fall, taking care of ourselves. Same, same. Also, I have to just put in a little plug for us. We have so many things we're excited about with Kindred, and we have our tickets for our event going on sale, and I'm just excited about everything we have in the works. So please tune in next week. Follow us on Instagram at Kindred underscore conversations. We ask for submissions there and try and share content that is helpful. So we hope to hear from you next week.